0: Oh, my computer crashed.
1: Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com Hi, and you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Condo Expert on the Hayes FM. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. We're speaking with Naki Asan and... Today's subject had to do with trying to provide different benefits for condo owners. Um, not just talk about the problems out there, but what else is happening in the world as far as condominiums. Naki is a professional. He's with a company called Travel Professionals International, and they provide excursions of travel. You know, Naki, you mentioned like all the different, like like you said, here in North America, we have a vision, like, you know, me, we may look at Toronto condominium construction, we may look at Vancouver and think, oh, man. But, but then outside of the North America hemisphere here, and then you talk about the type of construction that's going on in Dubai or, you know, other parts of the world with condominiums. Do you get floored by that when you actually see what's going on out there? Because, I mean, you've, you've really traveled a lot of the, around the world.
0: So Dubai is, um, actually, I was there about three or four years ago, and uh, there is so much construction and development going on. It's just really mind-boggling. Uh, people used to say there's almost one-third of the world's cranes population there in Dubai because no matter where you turn, you know, they are building new buildings or whatever else. And for Dubai, everything is either the uh, tallest or the most expensive. That's what they do. <laughs> so we have the world's largest tower there, for and uh, we have... Uh, seven-star hotels there. And now, of course, uh, everybody has heard about the, uh, man-made Palm Islands over there, which is basically the uh, playground of the, uh, you know, world's richest people. So when, when people go and see these things, it's really, uh, very, um, you know, shocking to see how much money they have and uh, how they have, um, you know, developed these things over there.
1: Okay, Naki, you know, um, Naki, I was thinking that, you know, with your exposure of seeing all these different condominiums around the world, I guess if you look and you think about condominiums that could be in Dubai or condominiums that could be in China, there may be a a, a little bit of a style of development uh, that could have been brought over here to Toronto and maybe duplicated. You know, because there is a lot of investment that's coming in from different parts of the world into Toronto or into Ontario or even into Canada.
0: Yes, um, th- th- this can be um, duplicated over here. It is all really uh, depends on the um, on the uh, d- on the developers that we have over here, and uh, you know, already uh, we're starting to see some uh, unique buildings uh, around uh, around the GTA. And uh, so some of the things that uh, people will see over there, they can definitely uh, bring, bring that style over here.
1: Well, you know, and that actually, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, we, we do have some degree of weather conditions, a difference of weather conditions. But I think the, the whole point of the topic today is that, you know, by taking travel, And being able to create a special account with the Condo Owners Association really is going to help an awful lot of condominium owners not only see the sites, but learn all about condominiums that are all across other countries. So, you know, Naki, it's interesting because there's a lot of people that, um, you know, if they travel to Dubai and they travel to China or say even any parts of Europe, they can really get a lot of knowledge of the lifestyles of, of different people and in particular when it relates to condominiums.
0: Yes, th- that is true. I mean, th- they, they do get a very good sense of, uh, of the development and uh, the, the different uh, li- living conditions.
1: Well, and that's why, like, you know, we look at that and we think that, you know, the best way to try to help condominium owners is not just going to be about legislative changes, but it's also going to be about providing them with some large degree of benefits. And one benefit could be is set up an excursion with your company and have, you know, 50 or 80 or 100 different condo owners that can all meet each other and see the different sites all across the world.
0: Yeah, I think this is a very good idea. As, as we talked before, not only they are going to uh, pick up a lot of knowledge about the uh, either the construction or the uh, about the country, the history or culture, but um, because of the uh, knowledge that they are going to gain from the developments of these countries and the relationships that they are going to be building, they will be much stronger when they come over here and they will find that they'll be able to work together much better because they actually have moved further or or beyond just their uh, casual work relationship and into a real friendly relationship.
1: And the other interesting part is that if I asked you what areas of the country, so in other words, uh, I guess maybe Europe or anywhere else around the world, would you find is going to be really interesting when it comes to condominiums?
0: Uh, in terms of condominiums of course china is uh, one place where they're going to see a lot of condominiums just because uh that that country has such a large uh population there's a lot of um, lot of condominiums uh that are built in terms of condominium the constructions and uh how how they are built developed in in different uh different parts of the country, even at uh very high high elevation levels it's really very interesting to see. Just about any place where they have, um, you know, <laughs> some piece of land available, you you see condos.
1: Really? Uh, so, what would be an average height? Like, if I if I said to you, how tall? How tall would be an average height?
0: Um, I, I would say most of the condominiums were uh, at least uh, thirty to uh, fifty stories, and uh, you know there are some very very t- tall buildings, and uh, you will also see. Um, a lot of these um, condos, I guess they are somehow interconnected. Yeah, it, it's very interesting um, the, the way they have worked it out over there.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because I know you can go on, you know, today's, uh, the way things are, you can go on YouTube and you can read all sorts of different things. And I know way back in 2011, they had a, uh, there were 64 million vacant condos. That were actually in China, and that was back in April second, two 2011. They actually said that there was a lot of ghost cities. So Uh, have you seen any of that type of thing?
0: I really don't know if I noticed uh, any of these ghost cities. I do know that there's a lot of development still going on. So uh, when we were there, condominiums were going up. So if uh, truly uh, there were the 64 million condos that are empty... I can't see why they will be uh, pushing for more. It might be that uh, maybe certain uh, cities or, or towns—that uh, may be the case—that we did not visit. But uh, certainly, all the places that we went to, they are, you know, very well um, in- inhabited, and I did not see. Uh, Any signs of being a
1: ghost city? Well, you know, this past March, I read an article in the paper and it shocked me because it said that there was a Chinese mother who buys a $6.5 million condo for her two-year-old daughter. Talk about preparing for the future. So apparently the condo was in the Park Hyatt, which is a 157 tower. And uh, it's actually up, it's still under construction and it's on... um, I think it's on 57th Street, right in New York, which is uh, one of the tallest skyscrapers. <laughs> but, you know, you talk about preparing. It was actually in The Exchange. That was where uh, the article was written by Carolyn Kim of The Exchange. So that that really shocked me. <laughs> you talk about preparing for the future, though. That was interesting.
0: Yes, I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is really taking care of your children or uh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Some of these people, they have so much money over there that they're always looking for uh, investment opportunities in different places. So that, that's another thing that we can talk about, right, the uh, the communism or whatever else you would have thought that, you know, people uh, are just working for the government they don't have. But, you know, capitalism is really very well alive uh, in today's China, and uh, it's, again, not what we thought, you know, had a lot of people have these uh, preconceived ideas what China is, but it's really, really very different.
1: I, I think you're 100 percent correct. No, no question about that. You know, we did. I did actually one series about just telling you know, suggesting rather to you know, North American families that you know maybe they don't have the money to go out and buy their children a condominium, but they should certainly try to provide information to their children about condominiums. You know, and the interesting part is, if they can save on their travel, all the money that you can save them on the travel because we prepare all these group rates and so on, they could actually then put aside, kill two birds with one stone, be able to save money to help their children, and still go around the world and travel.
0: (laughs) That's a very good good idea. Uh, That is true. I mean, not only do they benefit to see the world, but uh, with the savings, yes, they can help their
1: families well you know that's a key thing like i think it's about you know it's funny because a lot of times when people move into condominiums they look at it and they think okay you know what um i'm moving in here because i want a stress-free environment uh i don't want to bother with anything and they're really focused into not really saying themselves but maybe their own personal lifestyle and uh you know and and that's where the direction is But it really doesn't have to be that way because if they create a community spirit and, you know, they work with the Condo Owners Association and we can then turn around and start opening up all these benefits for them, like, really, the sky's the limit. It really seriously (laughs) is. Yeah. (laughs) And not speaking about condominiums, the sky's the limit, but it is true.
0: (laughs) No pun intended there, right?
1: You got it, exactly, you know, because uh, <laughs> there's our Canadian language again. Don't you love it? We're actually, um, you know, talking about some interesting techniques here. So I'm speaking with Naki Asan. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting because his company is just a wealth of information when it comes to different world travel. And, you know, just aside from that... It's an opportunity where condo owners can work with the Condo Owners Association and we can start preparing discounted uh, cruises and and different types of uh, excursions where you can see all different types of different countries all over the world. The company is called Travel Professionals International and we're going to chat more about it. So you're listening to Linda Pinazzato at The Hayes and the show is The Condo Expert. So we'll be right back.